Hello guys, this is Mark Saint for Brazil Subtitled, your channel to get to know all you ever wanted to know about Brazil, but in English. One of the biggest pleasures of having this channel is to be able to make friends with people all over the world. People who are interested in Brazil and people who find on the channel an open door to be able to access Brazil in their mother tongue. So one of these wonderful surprises has been Tony Moreno. He's from England. He lives in Manchester and he loves Brazil. So with you, the interview I have had with him on podcast and also YouTube after the intro. I also want to thank BU Store for the t-shirts we've been wearing here in the show, in the videos. And uh, if you want to get one of them, just access the Instagram account, which is right here. Um, you're not going to regret it. Tony, thank you very what? much for being here, first of all. I have to say what a pleasure it is to have you here. What a pleasure it is to have met you. And I, I put flying quotations because that's the new world. We haven't met in person, but you know, we hit it off immediately. This is really yeah, exactly. cool. Yeah, exactly. And Mark, um, I have to say the pleasure is all mine. Um, it's been amazing to have found your channel. Um, it, it makes me um, appreciate the work you do. The content is very entertaining and it's Thank very informative. So, much, so um, for that reason alone, I had to make contact with you. Thank yeah, you it's so been much. great. For my surprise, guys, this nice fellow, look at his wall. He's a flamingista. First of all, man, just to, to put the picture in the right track, put the people in the right track. Yeah. Talk to us about who you are, please. Okay, well, um, uh, as you know, I'm Tony. I live in Manchester in England, um, but my accent is from Scotland. So I was born in Scotland. Um, wow, interesting. But uh, I lived in a beautiful city called, uh, the capital of Scotland called Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's incredible, um, really good place to live. Uh, the people are so friendly. Um, after I completed my, my studies, I went to work in the Canary Islands in Spain and I learned to speak Spanish there. Uh, I've always had an interest in languages. Interesting. Um, but before that, um, I always loved football uh, mm -hmm. and my life has always revolved around football. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me just ask you something. You said you were born in Scotland, which is pretty mm -hmm. interesting. So yeah. your English is not exactly the Scottish one. Because I believe there are regions in Scotland that the words sound completely different from what the, the things that I have been hearing from you, you know? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. And um, there's some people in Scotland that I don't understand because mm -hmm. the, the accent is really completely strong. Different. Yeah. yeah, it's very strong. So uh -huh. uh, I, I, I guess you could say that my accent has... 
um, because I've, mix, I've worked right? with a lot of people, so it's kind of reduced. Um, okay. But if I still speak to some friends back in Scotland, then the accent will come back sometimes with certain mm. words, certain okay. phrases. Yes. Yeah, so. And another detail, how long were you when you went to Manchester? Well, I came to Manchester only oh. for work. Um, okay. The company I worked so for... So you were a grown up already? Yeah, yeah, I was grown up already. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And yeah, how old so, were you when you left to Scotland? Uh, twenty-three. Oh, yeah, I was twenty-three okay. years old. Okay. Yeah. And, and then the idea of working in Manchester was just because of of the job. Purely for the job. Um. So, so the company I worked for, obviously, mm. uh, well, I I worked overseas, but I wanted to transfer to the. Mm. Uh, the UK offices here in England okay. and um, they had an office here in Manchester. So what do you do, by the way? I forgot to ask you. So I, I, I work in uh, security, um, but I'm trying to change my field into cybersecurity. Uh, and that's what I'm studying right now. Cybersecurity. Do you have any, uh, any prior experience with computing, with programming? And um, I can build a computer. Mm. Um, I can work with the computer networks. You know, arrange um, the the switches, the routers, etc. Mm. So, um, but cybersecurity—it's such a big area. Yes, it is. I believe you. You 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 can be good in one thing, but you might not be good in another area of the subject of cybersecurity. So uh, actually yeah, computers are, are like this, right, Tony? When you yeah. say I work with computers, in the past it was fashionable to say that. Oh I work with computers. Sure. It's it's not exciting. <laughs> what exactly do you mean? Because we have hardware, software, you name yeah. it. Programming, yeah. you have ten kinds of languages, different of languages course, that yeah. you can work with. Yeah. So now you yeah, are right. you are studying at university. Yeah, I study part time. So when when I finish my day job, mm -hmm. I come home and I mm -hmm. sit and study. Okay. For the evening, so I have very little family time at the moment, and also, but I always make time to watch Brazilian football. Yeah. Are you a father? Uh, yeah, I have one son. Um, he's mm -hmm. going to be fourteen next week, very and. Nice. Uh, he also has the Brazil shirts. He has no choice. <laughs> well, well, now, now I want to uh, really get to this to this subject because okay. when I when I received Tony's messages, guys, on Instagram, right? He sent me a direct message, and I clicked on his profile. I said, "Let me try to understand this." He's from Manchester. He's a flamenguista. He has a a, a channel dedicated to spread out his passion to Flamengo, Clube de Regatas Flamengo. If you guys are unaware, the biggest team in Brazil from Rio. Yeah. It's the biggest team in Rio and the biggest team in Brazil. Right? So when right. I saw his profile and I said, wow, let me check this. And then I went to his channel on YouTube. I said, I need to subscribe because he was making reviews of Brazilian games and he talked with so much passion 
and he rooted for for the seleção for the Brazilian squad. Oh yeah. Como vai? Bem-vindo ao meu canal. Hoje temos o Brasil contra o Peru na final da Copa América. I love that everyone keeps singing the full national anthem. 15 minutes in, good turn by Gabriel Jesus, crosses it, Everton goal! Goal! Everton scores! Arthur through to Gabriel Jesus, he shoots, goal! What a goal! Brazil 2, Peru 1. What a goal by Gabriel Jesus! Richarlison. Goal! Tell us okay. about this passion, please. Oh wow! Um, it started young, so I always used to play football when I was younger and uh -huh. uh, I remember when I was seven years old I saw some Brazilian football highlights on the mm. TV and mm. in those days so we're talking 1977 okay <laughs> it's a long time ago so in here in England you're, and in you're Scotland young, man. don't worry about that you're I still feel 21 <laughs> but the um so you didn't have much football and to see mm. brazilian football it was a special occasion yes it, it so, was um, world yeah, cup was for example right yeah exactly so it, it was the build-up to the world cup in argentina mm. and i saw pele charzinho tostão gerson mm. Mm -hmm. I, I saw all those goals um, in the final against Italy from 1970, and I, I was like, wow, this is much more beautiful than the football we see here in Scotland. <laughs> but I'll, for anyone from Scotland listening, I love Scottish football. Okay? <laughs> but the Brazilian He's not a traitor, guys. It's just, oh, yeah, just, exactly. <laughs> I think a human heart has a space for love. Yeah, of, of different kinds. So relax. Definitely. <laughs> but let uh, me ask you, you: you are much well, much more well versed than I am in soccer. But uh, Pelé was playing in '78 in the World Cup. Um, oh no! It, it was. Well, he no he he was still playing, but I think he was playing in the United States of America. Cosmos, uh, New York. Uh, yeah, for New okay. York Cosmos. Um, yeah. I'm I'm sure also that he played a game for Flamengo in 1981. Maybe or was it 1970? It was it, it was in the late 70s, early 80s. It was something that, fast, I believe, a, a fast passage on the club. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. But um, yeah, it, it it just I saw some small highlights. It must have been about 10, 15 minutes mm -hmm. of 
Brazilian football and I was wow this is incredible so then I used to play with my friends football in in the field and I would try and score the goals like Pelé uh, like Jairzinho scored um, and I would just the passion started from there and because I was talking about it all the time and watching the goals again and again um, my family decided to buy me a Brazil football shirt because it's all I wanted. Interesting. Yeah. How old were you then? I was seven. So I actually have it here. So this, oh, is, my first, this is my first Brazil shirt. My goodness. When I, was, when I was seven years old. How can you, how can you still conservate the, 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 the t-shirt like this man? Well, uh, it looks because... really like, looks new for me. Well, if you, I mean, you can't see it, but there's a hole there where I fell off uh -huh. my my bike, okay. and uh, I I made a hole in the shirt, which I was very disappointed with. But um, all my Brazil shirts. Um, Do you have I've a collection? Yeah, I have a collection of all the sellers of, of all the shirts for the sellers. Sound. Even even uh, the new one you've got there. Yeah, yeah, I have the latest wow. one. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, all the rest are in a suitcase. They're all okay. folded up and they keep safe because if I have all them in my wardrobe, I'll have no room for other clothes. Wow, 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 wow. I have just this one, man. Congratulations. Yeah. This is definitely what I call a passion. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. fantastic. So it, it was very difficult to um, get this shirt, especially. Um, so to buy this shirt um mm -hmm. i used to read a soccer magazine okay and because the shops didn't sell mm -hmm. uh, many brazilian shirts and they didn't have this make because the selling style went from adidas yes. to topper yes and um we couldn't I couldn't buy it anywhere, but I had to have it. So there was a Brazilian living in London who had a small advert in this soccer magazine mm -hmm. um, offering to sell the shirts mm -hmm. to any Brazilian fans. So I, I, I had to make contact with him and um, sent him the money. Smart and, guy, no? Oh, yeah. The guy, the guy, guy. found an, a business opportunity. Definitely to, to bring a joy to his his clients. Yeah, and he I was, just got it. Yeah, I was so happy. I was so happy because as uh, well, he was able to supply the shorts as well. Mm -hmm. Um, like the full kit. So I think because I was so young, I I had to have everything. <laughs> so uh, your passion started from there, and then you you followed or you tried at least to follow everything that was related to the Brazilian squad, right? Yeah, the Brazilian yeah. soccer team. And uh, how did that change you as a person? It introduced me to Brazil, the country. Mm -hmm. um, so as the years progressed, I would actively hunt for more Brazilian football, mm -hmm. anything to do with Brazil, anything in the in in magazines um anything in the newspapers mm -hmm. anything i could find if there was a t-shirt that said brazil i'd have to have it 
So is anything, not like just not just today? about football. Say if it was a T-shirt with the with the statue of Christ, you, you you know the Corcovado. If it had that on it, I'd have to have it. Is it still like that today? Yeah, definitely. Wow. So anything have, about anything I, about Brazil. So I have a good about... store to recommend to you. <laughs> ah, perfect, perfect, perfect. But, okay, well, I, I'm curious about a detail, Tony. Okay. All right, so you're from Scotland. You see this golden uh, jersey on your screen and the guy's running and kicking the ball and treating the ball like no one else. And here is me praising my, my country soccer. But you do you remember the first feeling? You, you were probably flabbergasted by, by what you saw. Do you remember like, who are these guys? What country is this? What was what were the questions that you had? Because probably Brazil was not so popular in Scotland then. I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Like, I, did you know where Brazil was before oh, the soccer? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I knew about Brazil. I mean, we covered. Um, well, actually, no. When I when I first saw the when I my, the very first time that I saw Brazil on a television, mm -hmm. I was amazed um, at the skill, the way the players controlled the ball, and as I said before, we hadn't I hadn't the seen pass, anything right? like that in Scotland as mm -hmm. I was growing up. So I wanted to do the same because I thought that's incredible mm -hmm. how they can control the ball as it comes from the air with just one touch um in scotland the players were they it was just different to watch mm. um so it was from then that i wanted to know more about brazil mm. um i started researching okay so brazil is in south america the capital is brasilia um not real not real, not real, yeah, and uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I wanted and to. And they know don't speak I... Spanish. What? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, it's very annoying, but um, yeah. I, I, I can understand from from the Brazilian people's points of view. Um, but I just wanted to know more, so I became interested. I, I, I wanted to know more about the music. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, I love samba music. Um, samba was the great. was the first uh, music style you had contact with. Samba was the first style I had contact with, and I remember a um, song. So the um, it was called Jingo. Now I'm trying to remember the name of the artist. Jingo was what the the song. It was the name of the song. Yeah. Okay. But I forget the name of the artist. But um, mm. then, as I um, became more interested in the music, it, again, I was finding it difficult to listen to music from Brazil because many shops didn't stock the music. Yeah, you, you know, in those days, it was records. It's really selected, no? Because it's a foreign yeah, language. So a country that is in South America it doesn't tend to be so popular everywhere. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. So I started. Um, so not just the music. I started mm. going to 
going to the bookshops, having a look at the travel books, reading about Brazil, trying to learn more about the country. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I need to learn Portuguese. Oh my goodness. But That's fantastic. But but I didn't I bought some books mm-hmm. in as a teenager, but for some reason I didn't continue with the language. And then I moved to obviously we've discussed that I went to live and work in Spain. So my focus was on Spanish then. Yeah. Uh, so pretty natural right that that's yeah that was the moment you were living right yeah and at at the time i had opportunities for the company to work in portugal as well mm-hmm. uh, but for some reason for some crazy reason that i was enjoying myself in the canary islands because the weather was great mm-hmm. um i'd made many friends there i decided to stay in a, in the spanish destinations for the company mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I um, every opportunity I have, I will try. And even now, anything I see for Brazil, I'm interested in. I want to know more. So that's very interesting because it started with soccer and then, of course, it progressed to other areas. Yeah. But as you were digging and, and finding out things about Brazil, that was nothing shocking for you, like to the, to the, the negative side. You listened to Portuguese, you wanted to learn Portuguese. You saw the music, you wanted to consume the music. That's not so common, I believe, because sometimes you start with something, but mm-hmm. then you, you realize that not everything about that country is interesting. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Maybe I like, uh, like North American basketball, for example, but I don't mm-hmm. like English. It, it's possible. Not my case, of course. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, the same happened to me because I studied, started studying English from a very early age. I was just ten years old. I started consuming everything from the United States. Sure, the, the language was the first thing, but then the code. Sorry, I have to correct myself. The movies were the first thing. Right. And because of the movies, I said, "Oh, I want to learn about this country." And then I learned English, and then from English, the culture, the politics, and stuff. Right. And with you, the same. You, you, it started from soccer and it developed to many other areas. Exactly. Exactly. And, and now, the food as well. And the food the as well. Food. But, uh, but where did you find the Brazilian food there? It was very difficult. It's only, only since I, um, w- within the last um, two years, I've known about a Brazilian supermarket here in manchester mm-hmm. um, and they import all the products from brazil okay and there's more shops opening now so there's a brazilian meat shop here now in manchester uh i, I can go and buy acai now uh you know i can get my wife loves them. acai and so oh, it's great. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And it's but, so good because... We have in the format of ice cream, at least yeah. in Sao Paulo, because, you know, we are a continental country. People right. from Pará, the north of Brazil, we have the yeah. Amazonas, where the Amazon is located. We have yeah. Pará. People consume açaí in the morning as yeah. breakfast. That's not the yeah. way we do in Sao Paulo. It's in the ice cream format. And then it goes with condensed milk with uh, uh, another topping of ice cream and then banana inside. Oh, okay. 
it's delicious delicious oh yeah yeah but well, you, you, you can buy that from the the market there oh yeah 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 um and i i enjoy making feijal um so the beans because it, it, it's very similar some of the meals are very similar what kind? to what we have I... several kinds of, of beans man uh, okay well um the one consumed in sao paulo believe me it's called feijão carioca that's what i have feijão carioca do you know carioca do you know the meaning no the but i hope you can tell me i will i oh. will tell you and oh yeah go ahead so so it describes a person from the state of Rio. Yeah, so that's what a karaoke is. the first step. <laughs> there will be many more in the end of video. Okay. Yes, people from yeah. Rio are called cariocas. People from Sao yeah. Paulo are called paulistas. So yeah. believe me, we are from Sao Paulo, but we eat feijão carioca. And the people in Rio don't eat feijão carioca. No, they they call I think they eat black beans if I'm not mistaken. It's the black beans, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have so I have that as well. So so I like to have you know one day I'll have maybe that. Um, so it's uh, part of your life to cook Brazilian food. Oh yeah, because I I like cooking. Well, my wife is her family are from Jamaica, so uh -huh. my family originate from Pakistan. Okay, so. We have a big mix of cultures. Ah, oh, this um, is so beautiful, man. And it's very similar. Um, this is so beautiful. Like the food, the, the food, the, the spices, the flavors, everything is very similar. So, um, and I enjoy cooking. So I make all the, all the food that I grew up on. Um, my wife taught me how to cook the Jamaican food. So I enjoy cooking that. And naturally i wanted to I, I had the interest to cook the food from brazil so do you follow any uh, first of all your house is a melting pot today oh definitely <laughs> this is so beautiful man. um so you've been here six times before every time you come you spend some two weeks i believe right um, in general in general yeah most of the times it's been one week um, okay. Just a quick, just a mm -hmm. quick trip, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Does your family share this passion, this passion right now, because of you? This passion to be. They have, they have no choice. <laughs> yeah, you said this in the beginning. They have no choice. So, <laughs> we um, when we were planning on getting married, mm -hmm. I said to my wife, "Okay, I'm happy with whatever you want." My only request is that we each choose one destination where we get married because we didn't want to get married here in England. Uh, we okay. wanted to travel and get married because we were we we were used to traveling together. So I met her nice. when I worked in uh, the Spanish it was symbolic island. Symbolic for you, right? Yeah, definitely. So I suggested that we get married in Rio. And she suggested Jamaica. <laughs> she, her, her wish came true. <laughs> and of course, you were wise but, enough enough to yeah. take her up to the offer, right? Yeah, but we had an agreement, um, which 
she's been incredible. She's stuck to this agreement every time. So my agreement was, okay, well, I'm happy to get married in Jamaica, but you must understand that when Brazil play football, no matter what time of day or night it is, I will be staying up, if it was at night time, to watch the game. <laughs> so she knows, <laughs> she, she understands uh, it's my passion. So um, yeah, that was incredible. So I, I can't thank her enough for uh, being supportive with my passion for Brazil. Um, and obviously, as I mentioned earlier on, when we traveled last to Brazil, Mm-hmm. although it was a long time ago now she really enjoyed mm-hmm. brazil as well and okay. um because she sees my passion now that i'm having portuguese lessons uh she also has started uh, to oh learn portuguese God. this was something then, i was gonna ask you you yeah. are a, a, a brazilian portuguese student right now that's right yeah uh, um, what level are you? Um, just still, still basic. So um, okay. I, I spent about two months listening to an audio course, um, and then I decided that um, I think I would be much better having a lesson face to face with a teacher. So I started lessons. It's just once a week because I, again I'm limited with my time. Yeah, you're so, so busy. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, once a week uh, with with uh, my teacher Flavia, if she's listening, she's great. And um, hello, Flavia. Told, yeah, well, I've told I've told all my group. So we have a WhatsApp group, uh, all her students. So I've mm-hmm. told them about your great channel as well. Thank you so uh, much. My my pleasure. And um, yeah, so I have one lesson a week. Um, I think for me, because I. Okay, so I speak English. Uh, I speak my parents' languages of Punjabi. Is it, is it Arabic? Uh, well, no. Uh, from Pakistan, it's Punjabi okay. and Urdu. So, two. I mean, there's many more languages, but uh, those are the two main ones for, mm-hmm. for me. Um, and now Spanish. And then I learned. Then I learned to speak conversational Spanish. Um, so that is like then, what four languages so far. English, yeah, uh, the Pakistani language, yeah, uh, and then Spanish conversational because I've not, okay. I've not really spoken it for a long time, so I, uh-huh. I have to admit that I do forget certain words, etc. Yeah. When when you're not using it, but learning the Spanish, I think, has helped me to learn the Portuguese faster than what I would have done mm-hmm. if I didn't speak any okay. other language I, nice. I, I think so. they are pretty similar right similar in in some way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but the pronunciation the pronunciation um and certain words are completely different so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying it i'm i'm, I'm having a great time learning mm-hmm. um it is it, it's very good to learn something because for me it's always been important to be able to speak to the person of that country in their own language, I think it's a sign of respect. Oh yeah, um, man. I agree. Because I I know many people 
because when I worked in Spain, I, I worked in the travel industry at that time. Mm. So um, I would deal with all the British people coming on holiday to the Spanish islands. And okay. They would want to go to all the places where everybody spoke English. Uh, very few I met actually mm. tried to speak Spanish. You know, they just wanted to have England, what okay. they were used to in that hot destination mm. with the great weather yeah um, and for me that wasn't something that i felt it's a shame with. and all because with the language yeah. you you learn again look i learned about the american movies to fall in love with their language yeah to the point i cannot detach who i am from the english yeah. language it's amazing yeah like yeah, my definitely. daughter is is bilingual i i've heard her on your video when yeah. you went shopping it was great like we only communicate in the house in english yeah she was born listening she so english is, is her mother tongue as well even though she was born in, in brazil and her father is not not american for well, example if your daughter was here right now i would give her a high five because she inspired my son to learn portuguese are you serious so he also i mean he's just using uh he's using an app on his phone uh to start with but again it's great because he'll come and tell me so i've said what have you learned today and he'll say um el denio ma gaza uh, el denio ma masa um you know when he he'll say oh, the nice. sentences nice. that he's uh -huh. learned from there so it's great and the hope is is that we can all speak portuguese the next time we come to brazil wow very good man definitely what a story my god what a video i am recording right now <laughs> man thank you so much for this it, it means a lot okay when i decided to to speak with my my baby from from still when my my wife was pregnant she was yeah. six months pregnant and I started talking to the baby and yeah. I, I received a lot of criticism. Oh, that's crazy. Why are you going to do it? Blah, blah, blah. She's, she, you're going to confuse her head. And today she's six years old, completely fluent. And it's yeah. incredible. It's incredible what she, sometimes she uses words that I don't know because she's always on YouTube watching. And, but man, with the language, you learn the culture. Yeah, you learn the culture. You you become a citizen of the world, bigger than only limited to your to your definitely. territorial lines. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's so important. It, it's so important. It gives you life skills. Speaking languages helps you make great friendships. That's the important oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. But also. It opens up the world to you, so exactly. it makes it makes things easier for you to go to another country and be able to live without having to rely on somebody else. Uh, and that that's that's very important. It's a very good skill. Allow task. me to say another thing. I think I am opening up my heart today. I think you 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 somehow force me to do that for being such okay. a nice person 
I haven't done this. Not that the other guys were not, but I, I think I, I didn't find the moment to say this. Okay. When I went to London, I was 29 years old. I had never been to the United States. I mean, I have never been to the United States. Okay. I just tried once and, and I got my visa turned down because I was too, too young. I had no job, blah, blah, blah. So they didn't think I was prepared to go there. I completely understand them. Sure. I don't criticize the Americans. If you guys are listening to me, congratulations. If I were you, I would have said no to myself, <laughs> just so you know, but uh, no hard feelings. But I went to London, man. And uh, when I was going through customs immigration, it was just me and my best friend. He's a lawyer. So mm. I was doing the talking, you know, because I was already fluent. I, I've been studying mm. English since I was 10. And I remember the, the, the customs agent started asking me 20 questions. And he tried to get me with the questions because he said, so how long have you been a lawyer for? And I said, I'm not a lawyer, I'm a teacher. And then he came back to the same question a few questions later. And I said, yeah. no, listen to me, sir. He's the lawyer, I'm, I'm the teacher. And then he saw, okay, I'm not gonna get this guy. Mm. So then he started saying, but what do you teach exactly? I said, English. Oh, you're an English teacher. So he asked me about the jobs where I taught, blah, 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 why I was on vacation in April, mm. all these normal questions that customs might ask. I just, to make a long story short, in the end, he said, where are you going to stay? And I said, I'm going to stay uh, on, um, I gave the address and he said, oh, you're going to be a block away from the National History Museum, something like this. Is this the National Gallery in London? Possibly, yeah. It, possibly. It's in uh, Piccadilly. I f man, I, my memory sucks. South Kensington, I think. Okay. I okay. And and I said, I don't know. I've never been there. He said, No. Let me give you some suggestions. And then he started talking to me as a friend. Mm -hmm. That moment, I said, Okay, he's giving me a, a permission to go into the country. And then he said, Visit this. Visit there. And then he said, In the end, he pressed. He gave me the, the paper and he said, congratulations, you're going to do really fine in my country. Wow. My friend had traveled to many countries before, even England. Mm -hmm. I was the, it was my first time. I cried. I, I, I waited to pass the guys and I shed some tears. And my yeah. friend looked at me and said, you're crying. I said, yes, you don't know how, how it, what it means to me because I came from a poor family. Yeah. The English that I speak is a result of all my efforts. Definitely. And all my efforts. And, incredible. And my father yeah. paying for my course. Mm. So it means a lot when you get a British authority saying, welcome to my country. Yeah. I cried, man. And You're I always welcome. You're always welcome. Come over. <laughs> I loved England. I loved yeah. it. Uh, this is another thing we can talk some 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 other time. But I remember sure. I was crossing Hyde Park, and something startled me because I, I it was a Wednesday. I was looking around and see people fetching a ball for the dog, mm -hmm. people reading books, and I said, "Wow, I came from Brazil." People talking about crisis because it was 2009, Obama was intervening in the economy to save mm -hmm. the banks in, in the United States. Yeah. And then I said, if I want to be part of the world, 
I need to speak English. And this yeah. is what I tell my students today. If you want to be part of the world, you need to speak English. Either you yeah. like it or not. And then when my wife said, I'm pregnant, I said, she needs to speak English. Yeah. And what a great decision. I mean, in, in, absolutely incredible. I mean, you did the best thing for your daughter there. It's really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think uh, I don't regret a single day. No. To be honest. But look, guys, do you want to hear this nice guy speaking Portuguese a little? Take a look at an extract that I have gotten from his channel on his first video speaking Portuguese. You are reviewing a game from Flamengo. Is that true? This That's is the correct. images we're going to see. That's correct. Yeah. So with you, my friend Tony speaking my beautiful Portuguese. E galera, tudo bem? Hoje estou de volta com mais um vídeo. Hoje tem Flamengo contra Palmeiras na Supercopa do Brasil. Você sabe que Palmeiras não tem Mundial. Quantas chances! Felipe Luiz e gol! Gol do Flamengo! É Gabigol! Pé esquerda. Ele marcou o gol. Um monstro para Flamengo. Wow, man. Wow. I, I love the video. Congratulations. Really cool. Thank you. Thank do, you. Do you feel confident now to, to have a conversation in Portuguese? I'm not now. I mean with people. When no. You, when you know some, <laughs> you, you don't feel confident. No, but I think... As an individual, you can be very hard on yourself. You know, you yeah, want to push yourself absolutely. to do better. So um, I can understand a lot if someone was to speak to me in Portuguese. Mm -hmm. I can understand quite a lot. Not everything, because it's still very early in my um, yeah, in your journey. journey right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, I, th I think for me, if I plan my when I'm doing the videos there, if I plan what I'm going to say and I have in my mind what I'm okay. going to say, then it's easier. Um, I was going to ask you this about this video we have just seen. Yeah. What was it like for you to 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 record in Portuguese? Because you, you said you're still not confident about it, using it. it. I think it's different when you're recording because you're there by yourself. So there's no pressure for me to even though I'm recording, it's not the same pressure as if you're actually having a conversation with somebody because when you're having a conversation with somebody, mm -hmm. you're having to listen really carefully to yeah. every word that's Maybe being read said. Lips. Yeah, uh, and then you have to really concentrate. Make sure you don't miss words and the pronunciation can be quite difficult. Um, some videos I'm listening to on YouTube because I do listen to a lot of... Um, YouTube mm -hmm. channels, yeah, um, that are from that are from say other flamenguistas. Okay. Um, some speak, and I can understand. Some speak really fast, um, and then obviously as well, just like here yeah. uh, in Brazil, there's different accents as well. Sure. So it, it's 
harder for me to pick everything up mm. um but if they have subtitles then i can look at those subtitles and i can read them and understand that's mm. easy but when i'm recording myself it's not the same pressure there is of course pressure but it's completely different so was this video unscripted or it was scripted this one that was, was that was part of it was scripted mm -hmm. uh, and i had certain phrases ready in case i forgot because i was thinking i don't want to sit there and just be silent in case i forget something so i did have yeah. some words ready just to remind me uh, so like one word just to remind me okay and then i could add on to that word uh -huh. say a few things but um I, i just thought it was important to make the video in portuguese because before i was making portuguese subtitles using google translate which is completely wrong oh yes absolutely it's terrible machines are but, not ready to to good give yeah. translations not yeah, yet right? so so i so that was another reason why i wanted to learn the portuguese and i started taking the lessons mm -hmm. because i just thought this is and i so i have 1090 Subscribe. subscribers to yeah. my channel wow. uh, eight no 98% of those are from brazil and even though I was making videos, it doesn't in English, surprise. I, yeah, even though I'm making videos in English with the Portuguese subtitles, mm -hmm. I'm not happy with that. I want to speak Portuguese, okay, so everybody understands me, and then I can put English subtitles on for the other small percent that are from England. <laughs> How long have you had the channel for? Um, I. I think it's coming up to two years, maybe. Okay, probably this. Yeah, basically the, the same time that I have mine. Yeah, yeah, two it's years. just coming up to about two years, and um, I, I've had. Um, so there was another Flamengo channel that um, he, he makes some great content. So he um, made a video on the reaction to the Copa Libertadores win in 2019 okay. against River Plate. Okay. And he made contact with me because he wanted to know about my interest in Flamengo and where, how it all began. So I made a small video clip that he added oh, into sorry. his wow. video on his channel. Yeah. This is the beauty of YouTube, you know, as we oh, were discussing before, like you, you make a community. Yeah. And suddenly you're talking to people from all over. This is amazing. Let me ask you, how do you follow? Oh, by the way, let me tell you people, uh, if you are following this uh, video, of course, through YouTube, you can see his channel right here, somewhere up here. Okay, uh, Tony's channel, just go there, subscribe. You're gonna like, it's really interesting, especially if you <laughs> like soccer. If you are following this through the podcast, because I'm also producing the podcast at the moment, what is the name of the channel, please? It's Flamengo Flanatico. Flamengo Flanatico. So you can find Flamengo Tony Flamengo. Moreno there. Also, I ask you to subscribe to his channel and help us grow inside the YouTube community.
man, thank you very much for this opportunity. I just want to say something else. Um, do you have a message for the Brazilians? Because I also have followers from Brazil who like to, yeah. to practice English. So what would you like to say to this nation right now? Wow, there's so much I would like to say, but I need to keep it short. So I would just like to Take say- Take your time, that, man. Take your time. Um, I absolutely love Brazil. Everything involved in Brazil, I try and consume as often as I possibly can. And uh, I think I can only comment on the people that I've met in Brazil through my travels and through mm -hmm. social media. And everybody has been incredible. So friendly, so warm, uh, so helpful. And uh, that's something that I, I strive to be every day of my life as well. So mm -hmm. to meet other people that are very similar to me, I think, uh, I, I, I think is incredible. So um, I, I just love everything about Brazil. And I, I've mentioned to you before and so on uh, WhatsApp that if I could move to Brazil tomorrow, I would be there. <laughs> do you have plans to do so in the future? Who, who knows? Who, who knows? Um, Maybe it just have a house that you could come from yeah. time to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to stay in Brazil where it's nice weather because, because you asked me what I know about the south of Brazil and yeah. I know the weather is colder there. So yeah. it's very similar to Manchester. Here, here we have a very warm day today. It's 12 degrees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, uh, which I, look, I can't imagine this. I can't imagine yeah. because look, we are in the fall here right now, and it's a clear sure. blue sky with a with a, a yeah. warm. Uh, I think you can see the sun, right here. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Flex, the, the sunlight. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. So, well, it's, uh, well, it's warm here, a clear blue sky, but it's twelve degrees. So. Last week we had sunshine and snow at the same time. Mm. So I took a video of that and shared it with my Portuguese um, students, mm. you know, in our WhatsApp group because it was crazy. But there you so, go. But yeah, uh, thank you so much. My pleasure. So thank you so much for uh, this opportunity. Stay with me until I finish this, until I wrap okay. everything up. Guys, thank you so much for watching one more video, for listening to one more podcast episode. If you have listened to the podcast and you would like to see our handsome faces, just go back to, to YouTube and you can see us speak and listen to the same audio again. Guys, we also have uh, an Instagram account. It's appearing right here. Or if you're on the podcast, it's on the comments. Also, we have Facebook account, a community on Telegram where we talk about Brazil. The name is Brazil and subtitled Tips from Brazil. Just go there. Uh, I have to confess, I haven't been able to post many things because of the busy days I've been having, but this is going to change. And uh, also, uh, Tony's Instagram is here again. And the YouTube for if you have missed it. One more time for you to go there and register and sub subscribe, sorry.
Thank you very much, Tony. What a pleasure it's been. Thank you very much, Mark. It's been incredible, really enjoyable experience. So guys, see you next time. Bye-bye.